The record is largely, uh, you know, about uh, you know about uh, struggle. It, you know, about uh, trying to, you know, get through something. And then once you get through it, you're kind of telling yourself, like, was it worth it? Was it worth the effort? The the, the record starts with the uh, the valley, and it ends with the town. So it 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 takes you on this journey where you finally find yourself back to where you started from again. But uh, you're not the same person anymore, and uh, and it's actually when you get back to to that starting point, you're not the same person. But somehow, you're trying to find who that person was, if that makes any sense. By the time we got uh, about a third of the way, maybe almost halfway through the record, I, I realized something that that that. A lot of the songs, majority of these songs, were in first person. I, I mean, I never write that way. I usually write in a more narrative way, uh, not as like you know the you know uh, uh, anthropologists with a you know looking through a magnifying glass kind of thing. But but it's most of them are, are story songs, star, songs about certain things that that I experienced or that I saw when I was growing up. I always draw from that the experience of growing up in East LA, which is you know the town at the edge of the of the city, um, uh, right along the, the edge of the LA River, which was the line of demarcation between downtown LA and and small town uh, East Los Angeles. When I write a lyric, I know that David's going to be the one. I, I've got to believe that he can sing this. You know, uh, even when it comes down to like a certain word or something. I've got to believe that, that that this is a word that I can that can come out of David's mouth, since he was going to be identified as the you know as in a in a in a story or, you know the protagonist you know he's he's the person that's that is uh, going to interpret this as his own story. <clears throat> I had to make sure that David felt comfortable with this. We not only have been songwriters for 35, 36 years, but we've been friends for longer than that. And we've been close friends since since we were kids. So uh, we could talk, you know. But I just got to get it out. I got to tell him, you know, this is where, where I'm going with this. So you're right. And and he, and he said, yeah, yeah, let's just do it. That kind of trust that we have in each other, you know. I, I know it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be something I, I wouldn't have done, you know. Or but you know, it's always going to uh, it's going to be a lot better than I might imagine. I like, I like the surprise. There was a lyric that he came up with uh, on this record on Hold On. <clears throat> he came up with this chorus. Uh, it was the first thing. And, and uh, so I said, wow, you know, that's, that's tough. That's tough. You know, uh, the key line is, you know, killing myself to survive.
so I, I got it done and I had to call him. I said, Dave, this isn't pretty. <laughs> Uh, th this is this is some pretty you know you got me started on something here that 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 you were moved by and felt was important for you to 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 sing and it was up to me to kind of take it the rest of the way and uh, so I'm you know I'm gonna dig in and really get it you know do it and and ultimately I said you know are you comfortable with us and he said yeah you know the only way to do it I guess for that type of song. Like when you, you know, you worked on it, he says, well, this is what I got. I said, it's ugly. He says, you know, this was right. It revealed itself this way. You know, we either resist and create something that, that will uh, be static and, 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 uh, and, and, and uh, lifeless, or we just go with this thing and let it just be alive with, with all of its its pimples and and wrinkles and and, uh, and 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 dark you know corners you know and uh, uh, as songwriters we both agreed that we're up for that challenge. We're gonna head back to the old neighborhood from here and just take a look at uh, at you know where I grew up and it's I think it's a fairly good example of like where. The neighborhoods that, that you know the rest of the band grew up in. Where we're going right now is a, a part of uh, any and every story that has uh, been in my work and songwriting. Every every, uh, every every lyric, every visual image that comes across uh, uh, music. It, it, it's all tied to like you know where I grew up. You know, this is where I went to elementary school. Here is uh, Hamill Street School. And this was my neighborhood. I, I, uh, when I was a kid, that hill right in front of us, I'd ride my bike and it was like, whoa! But now I'm looking at that hill and it's like nothing, right? And I had friends that lived all along these houses. These, they, they, these houses have never changed. If you take a look at them, they, they're still the, the exact same, uh, same as they were back then. And uh, this is where I went to kindergarten, right here. Uh, my first day of kindergarten, because I lived right literally across the street. My mom dropped me off at kindergarten first, first day of school, and when they let us out for recess, I didn't know what that was, so I went home. That's where I bought all my candy when I was a kid. Sense has kind of fallen by the wayside, as you see. It's not uh, no longer uh, kind of boarded up. That's La Favorita Tortilleria. So we, we, uh, my mom sent me in the morning on Saturday with uh, an empty pot. Buy a dollar's worth of menudo. This is this is a classic East LA house, still, you know, kind of wood frame uh, house. You know, hasn't been stuccoed or anything. Beware of dog. And then the one right next door is one that's kind of like this is like the modern East LA house. It's got like the wrought iron and all stuccoed. And... Yeah, sure is. That's Conrad's house. Imagine that. Sure as heck didn't look like that before. And they fixed it up. This is the church hall where there used to be, uh, you know, bands playing all the time. This is when I first heard live music. And right there is uh, the house I grew up in. A little gray house, but of course it's been fixed up. It was just uh, much like those other clapboard-like houses, wood, wood houses that we saw the, the siding. That that's already been uh, stuck. There used to be two big palm trees in the front, and that is my my friend's auto electric shop, CNR Auto Electric. 
established in like 19, I don't know when it was, 50 years ago. We sit on those chairs right there, you see those white chairs, we sit there and just talk. This is the LA River, which divides East Los Angeles, the town where we grew up, and downtown LA. For my experience growing up, this is where I was from. This was like the other, the other world. You know, the other side of, of the river was LA, downtown LA city. Uh, as far as the record is concerned, you know, my own personal experience that, that I draw from when I, when I write, this is what I'm talking about. On this record, it's where everything's insulated and safe in your own town, and then going into the city, which is uh, the uncharted territory, the place where, where homogenization takes place where you have to be kind of part of a much larger thing than, than what you are. Over here, you, you in East LA, you maintain your cultural integrity, you maintain your own your own individuality as, as part of this, you know, still as, as, as part of a community. But the city, like anywhere, I mean, we could be in the dividing line of any place in America. The idea of this record was to point out that, you know, that the the differences, but then again, at the same time, there's so much similarities in the way that we all grew up in, 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 uh, in the urban centers around the U.S. I close my eyes and it's all I see. It was a pretty fascinating process for me because it's, um, it's one of those things where you never really know until you do it. I mean, a lot of times I'd have this idea in my head and I'd execute it and think, okay, that's exactly what I heard in my head, but it sounds like crap. And it's a, it's a funny thing. It's, you know, the miracle and magic of music is you don't really know until you actually hear it, if ideas are going to work sometimes. Mm -hmm. 